What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. Curtis Quinn here with my co-host Drew Luster up in Gloucester, Mass. Drew, how's it going today? No complaints, Kurt. Happy to be here. Pretty, uh, pretty beautiful Monday afternoon here in Gloucester. So, yeah, let's let it rip. What's uh, Wednesday looking like for our special holiday? So it is actually Macaulay Culkin's birthday on the twenty-sixth of August. Oh, okay. uh, home Alone. How old you... is he? You know what? Actually, let me look that up. What? How could I be less prepared? Let's take an over and un- under. He's okay. It's I'm gonna What's set the, it set at the over under fifty. No, I'm gonna set it at forty five and a half. So I accidentally just looked. Don't. Uh, so I'll give you mine. Yeah, give um, me yours. Like as close as you can get without going over. Let's play that game. Okay, I'm gonna say forty. Wrong. You went over. 39, gonna be 40. Okay, so I was close. I was close. Doesn't look a day over 90, though. Tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) He went from the little kid in Home Alone to, I mean, I don't know, but I digress. And anyways, um, as a pivot, it's also Women's Equality Day. Um, Here at TWBLC, we support women's equality. We encourage women's equality. And we like to just, you know, keep the peace and spread the wealth. So celebrate all those lovely women in your lives on Wednesday. Absolutely. I was interested to see what you had (laughs) chalked up there for the monologue for us. And you didn't disappoint, to say the least. Well, with that, let's get into uh, Love of the Week. We didn't get as much fan, you know, submissions. We were late. We were late. We dropped the ball. But it's also a little on our fans who are you know very flock to the hate flock to it it's unbelievable the hate they love the hate but when it comes to sending out a little love they don't like to do it no well with that let's get into yours real quick yeah Uh, what do you got this week i got two my first one is when it's around this is we're gonna i'm just gonna get right back into the beach talk from last week so that's a good segue to start with that um it's the feeling when you get out of the water and the sun and heat just hits you. Like, I'm talking like, you know, 83 degrees, sunny, maybe a little bit humid. The water is not cold, but it's refreshing. It's, too, you know, has a little bit of a chill. It'll cool maybe, you off. Maybe a little westerly wind too, a nice warm wind. Yeah, exactly. So you get out of the water and you feel like you're in some sort of Baywatch situation where like the warm air is hitting you. The sun's just raining down upon you. You feel refreshed, soothed. The salt water is just soothing your body, your soul. It is just such an angelic, heavenly feeling, in my opinion. And I love it. Yeah, that's very true. I will say with that, there's nothing worse than like when you go to last swim of the day. Mm-hmm. And 
you're just trying to get the sand off you, but you still have to walk back through the sand, like the hot sand, and it just glue. It's glued it just sticks to you. That's the issue. Like, I'm more of a if I if I'm leaving within the half hour, I ain't touching that water. I'll just wipe. I'll let the sand dry off, and I'll wipe it before I get in the car. Yeah, that's the play. But it can be a tough one. My secondary one, I, we were just talking about it offline. I'm sure you guys saw it on Barstool or whatever, but um, there was highlights of a kid playing Call of Duty Warzone with a with a rock band drum set as his controller that's he legit used a rock band drum set as his controller like hitting the drums and i believe he got a kill he was like quick scoping it was the most insane like i can't even wrap my head around how that's possible but i love it i absolutely love the creativity of it so i have to give that kid props yeah, I thought you were going to be like, he got a win and somehow. Oh, I can't. I mean, that would be bananas. And if you want to talk about Warzone, we can also talk about the fact that we were maybe a precision airstrike away from getting that dub this weekend, Kurt, late night. And, uh, you know, it just didn't go our way at the top of stadium. And these things happen. We won't make excuses. And I did talk you into the, uh, what's the it juggernaut. called? The, the juggernaut, juggernaut suit, yeah. which just slowed you down and dragged you down. So. I'll take the LDA, but I won't forget it. I will say I got a kill out of it, so it wasn't all that bad, but it was very restrictive when it, in terms oh, yeah. of the storm was Being the storm, upon me. Especially and... in the concourse of the stadium. It's just oh. it's a bad combination. <laughs> I saw where the next storm dropped, and I said, man, oh, man, am I in I'm trouble. Fucked. Yeah. You so keep, I keep dropping That was a little tough. Wow. And, and like PGA Tour wins, they say it, it's tough to you know break through for that second victory i have one with mike yeah. doherty but yeah. it's it's been a long road to number two and we're still trying to get there okay who knows i could be a one-hit wonder we don't want to think that way let's have we want an unrelenting desire to to win we'll get there this week i have a feeling yeah feel it in my loins absolutely my love of the week this week singing out loud by yourself whether it's in the car whether oh, it's in the a shower. great one that is so good. Today I was in our like a little apartment complex gym and it's got like a separate room. So I was able to belt out a few chords while everybody else had their headphones in on the treadmills in the other Beautiful. room. Beautiful. Uh, but absolutely, I will not be singing around other other people. Never in my in life, public. no. I mean, I think the vibe is like a nice summer night with the windows down, like nobody with you in the car, just yeah. buzzing down wherever you are, just ripping it. If somebody is with you, it's got to be somebody who knows you pretty well. Yeah, exactly. My if not, voice, not a singing it's voice. Yeah. It's not, no, a... not very melodic. A little no. bit wretched, some would say. And <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. Definitely wretched is a good way to describe it. That would probably be a fear of mine, is having to like go up and, and do and a just sing song a song like actually seriously in front, of, in front of somebody yeah yeah Kara- karaoke is another deal because karaoke is different because like you know you, you get lube you get the tequila and, going yeah. and you're just you're basically reading a script it's like you know it's a different vibe and you can find a song like imagine if somebody sent you in yeah. there and it was i don't know like uh an Adele song where you have to hit some notes through. Oh my God. You got to, re- you got to go up and down. There's some range there. That you yeah. Need to hit. Now that's one, like I was listening simply not happening to when we were young before we hopped on Warzone the other night. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I could belt that out by myself in my living room. Like no tomorrow. You put me in front of people doing that. That's uh, Uh-oh. that's scary. Yeah. I, I feel you. The double edged sword, but I love it. And to go along 
with my honorable mention love of the week uh, at the gym. Just sweating in general. I like a good that sweat. Why? I, I do. It's. Holy I would rather shit. be. I'm on the train of. I'd rather be scorching hot than extremely cold. I, do you follow yeah. the same scale on that? So here's the thing. Here, like, if I want to sweat and I'm like working out, going for a run outside, yep. I embrace. I want to be literally drenched, like, because then you feel like you worked your ass off. You feel accomplished. You know yeah. what I mean? You feel good. How about the glimmer? You get a little glimmer. You on. get a little bit of shine to you too. Like if you're at the beach for a little bit. Yep. I don't like it like when I am, you know, going to work or going to like a meeting or something or like just going to hang out with people or going out to dinner and I just get like the beads of sweat right here and I just like, I don't like to sweat when I don't want to. I know that sounds stupid, but like. No, it's not. That's it's a what situational I'm... love of the week for me. I'm describing, yeah, like I want to go out and get a get a sweat going, not like you're sitting not, down you're sitting at dinner just at dinner dripping, with, just with your girlfriend's like parents, and you're sitting there, you got sweat just, beating off. The yeah, forehead. like that's there's nothing fun about that, and you know, like after about a half hour, you're just gonna reek. Like, I, I it's just a, I don't, I don't love that part of it. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that that's concerning that that side of it. But let's get into our followers and what they submitted this week. We had. Three submissions by the deadline. I'm sure we'll get a couple more uh, coming in tonight, and we'll include it in the next Love of the Week. But Connor Adkins, first one who submitted. Yep. Kemba's first playoff series win as a Celtic, obviously. And he yep. said, getting out of the dumpster fire that is Charlotte uh, to embrace this first victory so, and hopefully a long run. So let me – I don't know if you meant to come off this way. Okay. But you said first playoff win as a Celtic, obviously. Did no. you mean? No, because it's his first ever. First ever playoff series win. Yeah, regardless. So a, yeah, a what four zero sweep. Yeah, which is crazy to me because I don't. I mean, I guess, I guess Charlotte never really was that good. But I mean, good for him. I'm just. I keep going back to the Kyrie situation. I don't know what the hell was going on in that locker room last year. This team looks extremely solid you know toronto will be a different beast than the sixers yep um i feel like they had some scoring issues uh, yeah along the way but like philly was even worse philly had they had nothing they had Embiid, and by the third quarter he couldn't even you know jump over a piece of paper he was exhausted so <laughs> with ben simmons out too it just we kind of rolled them the boys look good hopefully kemba can stay healthy but i love i love that love of the week simply put uh, next one came in from your old buddy out in Ireland. He's been on plenty of times. What do you He got? has been. Yeah, uh, classic Simpsons episodes. Uh, to be fully transparent, me and Curtis can't really relate because I don't think either of us are huge Simpsons guys. But no. um, and just classic episodes of television in general is, I think, a good one. Yep. And then climbing up the ranks. Yep, scratching and clawing, just like DraftKings. Harry Azaro, first sip of coffee of the day. Not a huge coffee guy myself. A lot of people will know that, but... Yeah, tough one again. Like, me and Drew are some of the only people you'll find that don't drink coffee. So what we'll do, as you can see, is we'll just basically twist their words. Like, for Ryan, you know, classic episodes. I know what you're going to say, so go ahead, please, and change what Harry said, because I know exactly what you're going to say. First sip of chocolate milk. George's, they give you that yeah. fat classic cup. You might ha- you might feel a little bit. So that's where I'd be sweating, like after a night mm-hmm. of, you know, 
you go to George's, you get the little bit of a sweat and you're almost a little bit dizzy. You just get that first couple of sips of chocolate milk and you can literally feel it course through your body and just yeah. heal you. That's our boy, coffee. Is that a, boy, is that a hell of a feeling. Yes, it is. That's our coffee. Um, that'll wrap up our love of the weeks this week. We hope to get an even amount, folks. A lot <laughs> of hate, which we love because that is the one that you know gets the people going. There's a lot of pet peeves, but you got to come up with some love or else you're just you're like the Grinch. you got a, a very small heart. We need to grow that heart. We do. That's what we're trying to do here, folks. And You guys are swimming against the tide. We don't love it. So, I mean, obviously, we're going to get bombarded next week with hate naturally. But the week after, we need a, we need a better showing, simply put. We need a better showing. And we'll be out early, early and often uh, on a Monday for next week. Yep. All right, let's hop into some stock talk this week, Drew. My portfolio didn't change very much. How about yours? So, again, same situation as last week, same story, different day. There will be little fluctuation on my end just because of the monetary value that I've put into the application. Um, But still, I still feel the emotion. I still feel the pain. I still feel the the successes, the excitement, you know? Yeah. I just have, it's just on a, on a smaller scale, some would say. Um, not great this week, I'll be honest. We, it's early. It's early. That's It's only Monday. Sorry, I'm speaking on last week is what I meant. Correction. Oh, okay. Last okay. week was an absolutely horrid week. I think we ended, we were down, I think, $4, which for me is a shit ton because I only have 100 in the portfolio. Yeah. $4 is a pretty significant amount, directionally, directionally speaking. Yeah. Um. So not great, but like you said, DraftKings is on the up and up for me. That was one that you called out, and we're riding it home. Like, uh, like I don't even know what, because I don't really have anything to com- to to say about what we're riding. Like a, but like a camel, slow, slow. Sure, and yeah, steady. yeah. We're just slow and steady, chugging along. Um, yeah, were, I mean, you were critical of DraftKings early today. They they fought well. Wasn't in the great. Closing stretch. I I I, I sent Curtis the graph, just the just the line, nothing else. <laughs> And you got to say, it didn't look great. Like, no, you never really want to see any type of graph going that way unless it's like, you know, COVID cases or like, you know, um, I won't say what I'm going to say, but really anything like that, you know, usually not great. Typically not great to see a, a downward spiral like that. But hey, we're playing with house money. We got a hundred bucks. We're, we're still learning. We're still gaining knowledge. So yeah, you know, I mean, we're gonna stay optimistic. Not every stock is is like Apple and Tesla, where every day they're in the green. Drew, you gotta no. you're gonna learn that. And even Tesla had a they were down about fifty bucks, I think today, yeah. forty bucks. I uh, think especially when I'm like, you know, I'm only playing with like single and double shares here of like minute minute stocks. So you'll get there, don't you? We'll worry. get there. We'll get to that point. Maybe, like we said, I might be just opening the app for dinner. I just haven't sleep for dinner, but time will tell. I think for the fall, especially when we get a determination on, you know, football. Yeah. I think pumping a little more into DKNG will be the rest. The rest that I have, which is like seventeen dollars and sixty-two cents. But yeah, <laughs> as much as I can buy, I'll pump it right in there. I am back in on Tesla. Uh, Daddy's back after a. <laughs> A short profit and selling way too early, some would say. I am riding the wave, and it's it's over two thousand now. They had a down day today. They I think they touched twenty one hundred at some point, either Friday or early today on Monday. 
and they're yeah. back down to right around two. Uh, so I, I hop back in, and we'll see. I mean, the stock split's coming up. I'll get a four additional shares, and the price will go down. So I'm hoping for all us Robin Hooders to Our keep hoodies. keep on buying that stock. I mean, Apple is my moose right now. I don't have a lot of shares of Apple. I'm on your side yeah. of the house with not mm-hmm. a, not a ton of money in there. But holy crap, they're up like, I want to say... 15% on what I wow. got it at and we like that. Yeah, that's that's what we like. I haven't say. heard the M word much this week. Moderna? Yeah, I haven't heard of it. Hey. Is it is it so my question would be is it one of those situations where no news is good news or what are we talking here? Yeah. Just want a status update. Status update, it's Cuz they've been on your mind. I know they have been. It's going <laughs> I expect it to touch 60 at, at some point, which isn't good. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, 60, I'm looking at a, a pretty big a loss, pretty significant loss. <laughs> but I know it's going to go down until there's either good news, which is coming in yeah. late September, maybe October. Mm-hmm. They did have good news today and the stock actually rose a little, which was nice to see. Uh, they announced a deal possibly with the European union, uh, that would get like 80 million doses or something. So if they solidify that, I think you'll see a little bump upwards to hold off the downward trend. But like I said, I mean, October is probably the time of year that I'm waiting till to actually see a rise. If there is a rise, there might not be. If and when. It's a, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a waiting game. We'll see. Yeah, thanks. I'll be for, thinking of you. Thanks for holding me holding me accountable there. And you know I was trying to skate out of here without that you one did. being mentioned. You did. The people yeah. want to hear about the, the wins and the losses. You, some would say you got to lose to win. And yeah. you've been through the ringer, so. And some would say. You do. Even when you win, you lose some. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> much so. All right. We got anything on the sports side of the house this week to talk about? I know we talked a little Celtics already. Celtics sweep of the Sixers. That was just an absolute annihilation. Um, Red Sox are still unwatchable. Just an absolutely horrific product. And it's an embarrassment to any any type of fan of that team. The Bruins uh what do we got yesterday i think it was to go off the red sox before you get into the bees brock holt available. i saw that bring our boy back oh he got sent goodness. down right he did i am he got sent for assignment if bring there's the boy back one thing the red sox can do correctly that could be the silver lining of this year bring him back win over some fans yeah they're completely out of it like just just to try to get some ratings up yeah throw him at second for a few games if that like, that in and of itself alone. I mean, look at the statistics he had with the Red Sox. He was fantastic. The yeah. win percentage was great. He was hitting like three a 300 average, which people don't appreciate enough for a guy who was playing, what, 40% of yeah. the games maybe? Did he not hit for the cycle in the playoffs two years ago? He did. Am I making that up? No, I think and he now was he the can't first even... ever to do it, right? He did. And now what team is he on? The Padres or Brewers. the Brewers or He's something? The Brew, Brew Crew. And... He can't even last like a month and a half, like in, before he gets sent down. Like, it's just brutal. But hopefully he finds success either with the Sox or elsewhere because he's a great dude and we we will never stop rooting for him. He's a utility player. I don't know if they were using him similarly, but if you're not, you're doing it wrong. Uh, yep. Yeah, him and him. Oh, what am I thinking of? He's either gonna find you know success in the game still, hopefully coming back to Boston and finishing his career there i would love to see 
Uh, he's would be amazing. he's like my new Trot Nixon uh, from way back in the day. Yep. But if he doesn't, I am sure there's going to be MLB TV or some network that's going to pick him up for announcing because he's fantastic he's on and off the field, or he'll be doing something yeah. along the lines of you know helping others. He he did great with the Children's Hospital in Boston. Uh, mm-hmm. He's probably doing the same out in Milwaukee as well. But we wish all the best to Brock and and Griff and the whole family. Yep. Back on to the Bruins. Yeah, back on the Bruins. Huge game one win last night. Um, You know, going in, I got to be honest, I didn't really know what to expect. This is probably the marquee matchup of the entire playoffs. I said it last week. Whoever wins this series is probably going to win the cup. I truly believe that. And... We'll see what happens. You know, game one, winning, taking game one against a team like Tampa is huge, I think, just to gain momentum. It's going to be tight all the way through. I said Bruins in seven. It's, it will not go less than seven, I don't think, because both teams just have, you saw it last week. The, I mean, last night, Tampa was down, what, three nothing in the third and scored two quick ones. They're, it's always, they're always, either way, it's always going to be an interesting game. I don't think there's going to be really any blowouts. And I think it'll go, the distance so yeah for a game hell of a series for a game that mike doherty described as being dominated by the bruins which i think you saw in the play it was it was butt clenching moments at the end even though they outplayed them for what seemed like 60 minutes just off a couple of uh, tips or misdirections at the end there and then having the the pulled goalie oh my god how about the amount of missed nets we had for for the pull yeah i mean that was we had probably three or four empty netters where we just shot wide or got, you know, shot off a stick. But props to Halak. He's playing his ass off, and he's going to have to he, – he's going to have to play like that or better every single yeah. night to have a chance. So. Did you hear the the um, option that Tuca would, like, come back in the bubble or something this week? I saw that on Twitter, I thought. and like I don't the, think so. If the Bruins would accept him back type of deal. It might have been just a, a question to – uh, Cam Neely or something like that. But what would you say to that? If I was the GM and... Or, yeah, or the coach, I mean, even. I would let him back in. To start? Yeah, I mean, like, he's starting? No, he's not going to start. I think Halak, right, you have to ride Halak right now. He's he just Okay, gotten... so you're letting him back on the bench, practically. Yeah, he, he no, because... Well, I, I, I need... think that's easy. I think that that's an absolute... I think the question more of is, would you start him? No, I, I don't think I'd just hand Rask the job and start him. I think, you know, obviously he has stuff going on, which is totally fair, and we totally respect that, as we alluded to in the past episode. But Halak has got you through an absolute gauntlet of games, you know, finishing out Carolina and then basically winning you game one. He played incredible. So right now it's it's sorry, it's it's Halak's job to lose. I think Rask is the better goalie. I don't think there's a question about it if we're looking holistically at the big picture. But, but there's no absolute chance that you can take Halak out of that net. My yeah. only my, my only thing, Kurt, is that there's a back-to-back that's coming against Tampa, mm-hmm. and that's a ton to ask of a guy like Halak, whose workload has historically just simply hasn't been that, you know, to that extent. So... To see if he can handle a back-to-back against a potent offense like Tampa is, we'll see what happens. I am terrified to see if they just go with, I think his name's Vlad Vladar is his last name. Um, excuse me, but 
you have no choice but to play Halak on the back-to-back. And if if God forbid something happened to him, I don't think you win another game. Yeah, who's, there? who's the backup right now? I don't Dan know. Vladar or Vladar. He oh, he's a younger okay. kid. Gotcha. He's never played an NHL game, so that's why I'm saying like it's a hundred percent that I would take him back and put him on the bench. Rask, I mean, yeah, the back insurance back, policy. You're saying the back to back, but like in the playoffs, you're never getting a, a backup goalie coming in unless that team's in no. big trouble. So no, but again, my only my thing my I guess my comeback would be like well, my voice just cracked a lot. Um, Halak. You just got to be wary of the workload you're putting on him because he's not used to it. But I think given how he's played over the last two weeks, you have to trust him. And you got to keep keep plugging away with the guy. Fingers crossed it works out and he can stay consistent. So we'll see. Agreed. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I wouldn't – I'd just be like, nope, you're here to support the team if you want back in. Uh, unless Halak implodes, you know, you're, you're bench-ridden. Tell me that isn't a Jonah. Was that an official Jonah? What? Well, I guess that actually would be... A reverse Jonah. Reverse Jonah. Yeah. Which I like to see. So they're in good shape. Beautiful. That'll wrap up sports for us for the most part, I think. You got uh, anything else? Anything else you it's saw? It's kind of sports. I think uh, PGA Tour 2K21 just came out. Oh, we yeah. We can playing play that over the weekend. I, uh, You know, I. it's weird because I remember, I was actually talking about this with Billy this week, about mm-hmm. you. I remember we'd play at Acacia Street. And you'd have like the claw controller. You'd go index finger thumb oh, yeah. when driving the golf ball, which I is still do that. A serial killer type of move. And I was gonna ask that, but that's sort of my last, you know, memory of playing a golf video game. So I had to hop on the grind. It looks, it looked sweet, and it is. I'm, I'm pretty obsessed with it. It's, I played it all weekend, so definitely check it out on like Twitter or YouTube or something if you're considering getting it because it's pretty good. Yeah, I think my review on it goes, I'm glad there's another golf game out that I could get, but it's not even close to as good as the, the Tiger Woods in my mind. No. It's I, it's harder, definitely. Like, absolutely oh, yeah. harder like to hit a fairway to keep it consistent. And with the tournaments and stuff that's going on, I'm wholeheartedly confused on... If I can upgrade my player, if it's just buying new clubs. So I think that's what goes into upgrading the player. I think it's about strategy in the bag. like Because for I, example, I got a new club and it's still like the driver and it's still all over the place. And I get there's different perks to different drivers and everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was one of like the most expensive coin ones. And you're like, well, I figure... And- you figure to be driving the ball like 350 at that point consistently. Yeah, like straighter. I think straighter yeah. is what I was looking for because like the the distance didn't oh, go that dude. Up, up that much. I bet that I, you know, when like when he when he kind of sides, just takes his hand off the club on the drives. Yeah. And he and it's just a slice into the opposite fairway. I bet that happens to me eight or nine times, you know, out of every 18 holes. And that's the part that you were talking about. It's so hard to be consistent, like to hit consistently solid shots in that game, yep. which for me is hella realistic. So I'll take it. Like, but it's uh, it's an interesting one for sure. It's it perks. takes a there's a learning curve to it. I'll say. Yeah, the perks of the game definitely is the society like online stuff that you can do. Uh, play a bunch of tournaments. I know Barstool's been putting on a bunch, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, even though I despise the four play pod due to Riggs being on there, but that's all right. I, I like Frankie. I like Trent. 
uh, and they're doing a good job on the 2K side of things. But my, I think the other gripe I have with it is, yeah, I don't know, is there any PGA Tour players I can literally just take and play with? Like that's what Tiger Woods yeah. did. Yeah. And so with Tiger can... Woods, you could play with any player on the tour as like yeah. a play now mode. Hey, except for Phil Mickelson, he was never in the game. Really? Isn't that oh. wild? That must kill you. That's like Belichick not being in any of that Madden's. Like, he just refuses. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious, first off. But second, that's one of the first things I wanted to do. And I wanted to just play with Bryson and hit, like, 900-yard bombs. Yeah. And I was looking at, you know, play now. And it seems like you can only just use your my player in any of those versions of play now. It's Which is annoying as hell. It's so bad. Like, that's the one thing I would say I loved about, like, Tiger Woods was – yeah. You got different guys. Like, you could take a Jim Furyk back in the day. He's only going to hit it 280, but he's going to hit every fairway. Or then you can take a Bubba who's going to bomb it down 320. And, like, if you're good enough, you can hit all the fairways and go crazy. But that's, like, the cool part. And I think to draw people in where I think they're just completely missing out. And I don't know if it's because of, like, tour rights that they didn't get it. Um, Yeah. I, I saw that Augusta National isn't titled augusta national it's like titled augusta firethorn or firethorn national yeah it's something weird like that and so i think they probably had a problem with you know getting the naming rights and not yeah uh also have you done the create a course mode no i haven't yet it's miserable drew i spent oh no i thought you were gonna make bass rocks and it was gonna be some fun thing i was i was gonna make my own course like what do you mean miserable is that bad an hour and a half, two hours I spent, I didn't complete a hole to like what, what I wanted it to look like. I I get it's going to take a lot of time, but the amount of like detail that you have to put into it and Ugh. like you just want to be able to like sculpt the land, but they, it's like a flatten or raise the land. And then once you flatten, another part raises and you're like, that's not how I want it to look. Oh, Jesus. So but, it's just kind of tedious. Oh, it's so tedious. And I get it's probably impossibly hard to make it available like this Mm -hmm. and to what they're doing like to users yeah and i'm very interested how frankie borelli created knives creek i'm gonna be willing to step out on a ledge and say it wasn't just him creating this this masterpiece i thought i think it's great i played it and it's not exceedingly hard like some of the courses Mm -hmm. that the events are being held on but the did you play at Augusta in in the game? Did you play on it yet? I have, yeah. Uh, the it best, is like... Hey, the best I've shot is even so far. Dude, it is... I did not know... Let me just say, I did, sorry to cut you off. I did not know what I was getting myself into. Holy moly, dude. Like, it's like the, the fairway is the side of my phone. And if you don't hit it right here, it's going to roll off. Yep. And the green is the size of a pin, like the, a pin needle. For if you, you don't hit it perfectly... Hit it. Yeah. It's going to run 90 yards off. off. Yeah. Holy crap, Ola. Oh, my God. That's I, I an interesting say, one. I feel like every course, which, again, Tiger Woods just did this a lot better, you could adjust the settings and stuff, and I don't know if I'm just not doing the settings right, but yeah. if I hit it in the rough or something, it seems virtually impossible to hit it how I want it to come out. Yeah. Which I guess is good, but like also not exactly realistic, especially for courses like Augusta where – the rough isn't penalizing, and then you hit it in the rough on the video game, and you have to hit like a four like, iron yeah, instead of yeah. a seven iron into the green. Uh, so that's the stuff I don't particularly love about it. But the good thing is it's a golf game. Uh, 
it's keeping me intrigued, and I'm sure we'll be playing a couple of matches upcoming oh, yeah. here. I there was a lot of like negativity in this one, and I just want to throw out some more. the <laughs> The people shooting, you know, minus sixteen in the first barstool event. I want to. Yeah, I didn't what, know that happened. I want to that, know that's, what that's upgrades. what somebody shot. Drew, I shot plus twelve. It was a two round event. I shot plus 12, and I was like, you know, I didn't play that awful. There were some pin locations on there that were just silly. Yeah. And I just don't get how they shot. I would love to watch their round Yeah, and, just and see. see what their players' characteristics are because I wholeheartedly don't understand right now. Are they buying like, the coins? To they must be completely? buying literally the best driver, the best. Or am I just I mean? bad? Like, that's what I don't understand. I mean, there's some sickos out there. Like, video game-wise, there's some people who are just gods, so that could be part of it. But, again, the game literally came out on Friday. Like, I don't know how nasty you can be. It's been not even a week. Like, yeah. so, we'll what about, see. What about the chipping settings? I also hate the chipping settings. Yeah. It, it. So, I'm not, like, obviously, you're way more experienced in terms of, like, what to expect and, like, where to aim and shit like that. But I feel like... What I think is going to happen when I'm chipping never happens. Like yeah. the ball either literally buzzes over the green or I literally or I literally like plop it up like a little yep. baby burp and it just sits on the fringe <laughs> and doesn't even roll. And I'm like, I'm like, that should have just rolled at least 10 feet. And like, I, what the f- I understand like the club choice and stuff and I'm doing it. Yeah. And even. I've, but it just I've seems gotten... like the greens aren't reacting like properly to me. Well, I. I think it's more of like the contact piece of it where if you, I feel like if you hit it, say you need 80% and you hit it 70%, like you said, it comes out like a baby burp and doesn't even reach the green. No. But it, yeah. But if you, you hit it out. 83%, you're already five yards past the hole. And exactly. it's like, I get that there's a touch to it and I've been figuring out how to like get to that point. Yeah. But I think it's, I think the game's almost too penalizing. Put yeah, like there's too small of a window for error with some of those shots, especially on my drives. I'll, yeah. I feel like I, I would hit a bomb straight and it just poof, like sliced yeah. in the next fairway. And and you know what would fix all this is if you were just able to take a, a Justin Thomas or somebody with pre-distributed attributes and clubs. Yeah. And, and like, you know, maybe there's a little bit more hey, forgiveness. And d- if you do that, like you don't slice yeah. it every time. Don't in the next let us fairway. use those people in like the events and stuff, but just let it for fun i want to go out there and shoot 16 under at augusta yeah i don't want to be grinding for for no plus three and i'm a big u.s open fan i love scores around even par but i've been angry i've been angry at the game so i gotta ask have you hit a hole in one yet i haven't no i i've made eagle i chipped in a couple of times but i yeah i haven't hold anything out from the fairway i've come close a couple of times also how can we not mention this the the tiger woods spin Oh my God! Is yeah. the it's the greatest thing of all time. So I think Brent Murray may have called that out on he Twitter. He did, yeah. Him and Seth. Yeah. I will literally, I dude, I'm not joking when I say this. I'm being dead serious. I I do the spin, still. Yeah, I you, literally you want him. You literally I still want do, it. do it. Like if if I hit a drive and it's literally like it's falling and it's right on the fringe of the rough in the fairway, I am spamming to get back into the fairway, <laughs> spamming X as fast as I can, dragging the analog stick. Yep. just thinking like mentally maybe it's going to do something that is one of the coolest features of all time and also the next feature is i don't know what it was called but on your backswing on your drives 
you spam X and the ball would get red and it, and then yeah. it like goes to a certain you, angle. Hey, you hit at one fifteen power, like one hundred fifteen percent power. Yeah, and it's an absolute moon bomb too. Yeah. Like do you, so I will I like I still find myself doing those things. Those were the those were what made the video game a video game, and it was the coolest thing ever. And I literally still find myself doing it to this day. When I just picked up the golf, uh, my first golf video game, probably like five, six, seven years on Friday. If they Crazy. came out with another Tiger Woods right now, I would buy it, and I wouldn't play two K ever again. I, I mean, yeah, like I can't, I can't dispute that. Even I, have, if, I have to agree. Even if you didn't have like the all online settings, just give me a good old fashioned TW with, yeah. you know, they had Augusta on there and the the newest ones that came out. Yeah. And they had all the rights. Oh, the glory days. The glory days of putting golf the, video Putting games. the spit on that ball just gives me chills. Like, that was the funnest thing in the world. And, hey, it sometimes sucks. you overspin it. Sometimes oh, you and then it rips it. off. Like, if you're chipping, yeah. oh, my God. If, you, if you're if you spamming, that thing's rolling right down the hill. Yep. But oh. hell of a game. Hell of a game. Uh, let's move on. That was a lot of 2K, but it's warranted. First week out. It is. Let's get uh, the dad joke of the week. This is what Drew described pre-pod as his best dad joke of oh, the week. Oh, why yeah. you got it? You're killing me when you say that. Because now everybody's turning up the volume. They're getting ready. It's a good one. I'll just say that. It's a good one, in my it, opinion. Presented by, of course. Presented by Glossy Gear again. Where would the locals wear? As always, here we go. I'm buying two new hats from them. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to get, a. I think, a navy blue one. For one of my buddies down here, he's from New Hampshire. He liked the hat, and mm-hmm. then uh, the oh, New Hampshire rep and mass. You don't you you don't typically see that, but we appreciate the uh, the cross border um, action, yeah, respect and free advertising. You know, a lot of people think the the state motto of New Hampshire, "Live free or die," is one of the best. I mm-hmm. would I would say not many people know the Massachusetts motto, but it's better than that. You know what it is? I, I don't. I don't think. Do I? I might. It's by the sword we seek peace, but peace only under liberty. Wow, that's sick. I didn't know that one. I don't think I've ever heard that. Maybe I have. It's good. I like that one. That's badass. Live free or die, it's the quick, simple one. It's but bang, right off the time. If you want some meaning, Massachusetts got yeah. you. Yep. Beautiful. Let's jump right into it. Dad joke of the week. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all damn day. <laughs> That's different from your your like yeah. punchline jokes. That's it is. interesting. It is. It's more of a just a I don't know how to describe it, but I liked it. That's a good one. I do like that one a lot. Let's move on that. to Let's move on. Woman of the Week. Or mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we'll do Woman of the Week first. Would you like me to kick us off? Fire. Doris Burke. Okay. I mean, that's okay. all I got for you. ESPN NBA announcer, TNT as well. She's right. really everywhere, I think, yeah. Um, you know, I've seen videos of her holding, like, scripts and paperwork and stuff, in, like, on a TV timeout, just dribbling through her legs, like, nonchalantly. I've also – this was fairly recently. She actually – publicly trashed her ex-husband on a live broadcast which is electric if you're doris burke um 
I mean, there's really nothing else that I have to say about that. That was amazing. It was like a very sly, nonchalant little jab at her ex-husband, which was great. And she just kind of walked right over it. And I'll have to pull it up, but it was uh, it was good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Doris Burke, she's really just – she's dripping with swag. That's the best way I can put it. Like, she's super cool. She's dribbling through her legs. She's trashing her ex. She's just passionate about the game of basketball. She's my one of the week. I love her. Well, you didn't know this, but in my other group chat with uh, the shoe guys, I I did criticize Doris. There's a lot of haters. Doris I'm not a hater. A ton of haters. I'm not a hater. But in game one, I was so just I didn't want to listen to TNT anymore because every minute yeah. towards the end of the game, which the Celtics were winning the entire game. She yeah. kept mentioning how the Philadelphia 76ers were out-rebounding the Celtics and how small the Celtics were compared to them. And I just wanted to rip my hair out because at no yeah. point did she, you know, mention, yep, but the Celtics are still up, you know, four to five points right now, even though they're getting out-rebounded yep. to death. And she just continuously said it as they were, and TNT as a whole, I think, when I was watching the series this week frustrated mm -hmm. me because they... Like my buddy Brian said, they wanted to make it more of a series than it actually was. I, I think that's part of it, too. That's what I was going to say. Is I think they tried to frame it as best they can to give Philly as much leverage, respect, and attention as they could, given how a lot of people, I think, thought the series would go. Which and is how like, just call, your job is to call the game. You're yeah, not call there, it how it is, right? You're not there to give me, you know, your rooting. It felt like they were rooting for the 76ers to make a comeback every yeah. single game. And as a Celtics fan, that's annoying, first of all. Exactly. But as just a normal basketball fan, like Brian's a Knicks fan, and he was he was even like, can I just get the— like He found it annoying, yeah. Can I get Tommy Heinsohn and Scals, <laughs> you know, calling yeah, the game? Exactly. If, if you're going to give me a, a one-sided thing, I'll take the home team one rather than the national telecast. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's fair. It's a fair rebuttal. I'll give you that. All right, well, my, my woman Let's of the hear week— it. Yep. I was sitting there in the gym doing a little biking, and up on the screen, she oh, popped here we up. Go. Oh, wow. Okay. Jillian Michaels. She's been at it for a long time in the fitness she game. Uh, probably. Is she, uh, what's I, the one that she was on? I um, called her. Biggest just, loser? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She's a staple of the self-improvement industry, is, is my quote from earlier. That's uh, amazing. And the amount of, you know books videos instructional stuff that she's put out is outrageous and made a yeah. career of it so oh, yeah and to see that she's still going and she was up on the tv uh just much respect jillian michaels you're my woman of the week much respect women's equality what else we got fraud of the week oh we got some frauds to, to uncover i'll let you start because i was i was still working on my yeah show. so i think uh I mean, we've talked about them a lot, but I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm going to state the obvious. The writing's on the wall, folks. It's the Philadelphia 76s. Okay. They're my fraud of the week. I mean, starting, I, I want to say it was two years ago when we played them in the playoffs when I forget who took the shot, but basically we were, excuse me, we were up two at the time, and it was a buzzer beater, and it was in Philly um, in a playoff game. Mm -hmm. They thought it was a three to win the game. They let the uh, the confetti fly. The people are going nuts. The, the game's over. But wait, his foot was on the line. It's a two. It's a tie game. 
the game goes into overtime and the Celtics win. So that was the birth. That was the first real like conception of, of their fraudulence. And then this year, it's like, oh, the process is here. You know, we're stacked with talent. We brought in Al Horford to play along Embiid. Oh, he was atrocious. First off, Al Horford looks like he's not capable of playing regular minutes anymore. He looks like he has, per like, dare I say he's fallen off a cliff. He looks bad. He can't keep up with Embiid. He can't play alongside guys like Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and those guys. He, he, just, he just flat can't out wasn't it. scoring. And, and no. I didn't watch a lot of basketball this year, um, especially – well, due to COVID, but then even when they started up, I just yeah. waited till the playoffs started. But yeah, he was like a, a two to four point guy. It seemed like. Yeah, it seems like in general the Sixers have been close. Even last year, they were literally a shot away from, I, I believe, what it was. It would have sent them to the, was it the finals, I'm or sure. the Eastern semis? When I want to say Kawhi hit that shot, it was a famous shot where they're all kind of paused in the corner, but. They're always close, and they always – like, Philly fans act like they should be there for some reason, but getting swept like that, just completely out of style. And I just want to wrap this up by saying, I don't know if you saw their home and away records this year. There was something like 20 – you know, this is just an estimate. This is all directional. Probably like 22-4 and four at home, and they were like five games under 500 on the road. So just a mentally weak team, first off, and second, just clearly don't have the – the right pieces to compete in the East at all. And for some reason, Philly fans get upset about it, but it's like, that's the definition of fraudulence. Like you guys are not even close to what you think you should be. You're not, you might as well be like, every, like the friggin' a dumpster fire. Like, I don't even know what the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Like you might as well be the Charlotte Hornets. Honestly, like I get the name and the logo and you got some big stars, but Ben Simmons is out. Al Horford looks like he needs to get on a Walker. Embiid can only play two and a half quarters. They're frauds. They're all frauds. And we just we just proved it again yesterday. It's tough to hear that about Al, too, because we loved yeah, Al. We and... did. We loved him. And I think the quote that rubbed me the wrong way was when he was like, yeah, after the fact, after he signed that crazy deal with the Sixers that we probably weren't going to give him anyways. Yeah. But when he decided to walk and then after the fact says, yeah, if I knew Kyrie was leaving and Kemba was coming in, it probably would have changed my mind. Shut your mouth with that. Be that is the absolute last thing I want to hear from you. you. You are already behind like enemy lines. Don't say a peep of keep the Celtics name out of your mouth. You chose not to be here. Now turn around and keep walking. And this is what you get, Al. I loved you to death. I respect you. Seems like a, a great guy, like super nice guy. Works his butt off. But... You know, it's not my problem anymore. You chose to go sign with the Sixers. Not my problem. Frauds of the week. All right. Good. That's uh, You had some passion in that. Friday. A good healthy rant on a Monday afternoon. Yep. Uh, my fraud of the week. We're going to stick to related things we've already talked about here. We are. It's going to be stock analysts. Okay. The, the people I read, you know, in the little market watch or Yahoo Finance or mm -hmm. Benzinga, any of the articles that come out for the stocks, mainly because they had Tesla's target price the start of 2020 at yep. $400. Genie Christmas. Now they've obviously reassessed and they keep coming out with, with new ones. I think the average analyst rating or target price for Tesla is still $1,200, which is $800 below the, the price right now. 
And there's every once in a while, there's this one analyst who comes out and he bumped his all the way up to 1900 before it ended up getting to 1900. And now he's at like 2,500 to 3000, I think. Mm -hmm. How can you be that far off? How can your ratings still stay at like 1200? And I'll, I get the finance people say it's all about, you know, their balance sheet, whether it's the revenue coming in, but being like a newer company and obviously the growth potential, such as an Amazon and other, you know, massive corporations, they're obviously their stock price is going to be higher than what like the company is valued at. Why don't Mm -hmm. you change your ratings? Like, you rating are, are at, they stubborn or something? You rating it at a 1200 right now and it's at 2000. So are you telling me there's going to be an absolute collapse of the stock within the yeah, world? Yeah. That's, or what, it's I would, just, you that's what I would presume. Or you just don't want to reassess like and you're that far off. Yeah. I don't know. That's fraudulent at its finest. We don't know. We don't know. They uh, probably don't even know. I hope. I mean, I'm backing you, on Tesla. They better so. know. They better know. So if they know, that ain't good. If no. if I'm sticking with the one guy who says it keeps going up, I guess. But that may not be my best strategy. We'll see in the long term. But the you frauds, will. hey, if it keeps going up. The frauds will keep going. They're frauds. Frauds will keep coming. If not, maybe I'm a fraud. Who knows? Hey, maybe. First ever self-appointed fraud of the week. That would be something. So keep out. Keep a watch, folks, because that yes. could be coming. Yep. Uh, Drew, I don't – I've been a fraud once. You are a two-time fraud. Yeah, I am. We'll see if anybody we haven't – we'll maybe have to throw out some uh, submission opportunities. Who knows next week? I, you know what? I think we might have to get on that bag, bandwagon because that's a hell of a a submission just process of maybe, going through those. Maybe we do it uh, once – Every two weeks. So on our love of the weeks, we also have a fraud of the week. Because if we had a hate week as well as a fraud of the week, that would get that would get dicey. Yeah, there's a little. There, too there'd much. be some crossing of wires. We'd have to kind of sort some things out. Yeah. So maybe our love. I'm of the down weeks with that. To, to give the people uh, something to look for. Something to, to hate on. Them. Something to. Yeah. To metal fraudulence. We love that. Absolutely. All right. We'll wrap it up. Lastly, with a quote of the wrap week. it right up, just like a burrito. Yeah, this this one comes from Jocko Willink, a former Navy SEAL. He's got a couple of TED Talks that are very highly rated, and then Mm -hmm. I think his book is called Extreme Ownership, and it's like a leadership book. But with that, we'll get right into the quote. He says, You must own everything in your world. There is no one else to blame. It's a simple one. It's holding people accountable, and when it comes to you know leaders and leadership, I think that's what you're looking for in someone. Love it. Great quote this week. Great pod this week. That's all for us. Gear here. up, folks. Hate of the week next week. Strap those seatbelts up and deliver for us. Come on. Yeah. TWBLC signing out. Pat from last year, as always, playing us out. What's for lunch? TWBLC. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. <laughs>